Exodus chapter 3, verse 12. And Yahuwah said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship me on this mountain.
and sisters, children of our loving Heavenly Father in the heavens, Yahuwah Elohim, by means of his lovely son who left the heavens and came down here on earth to live like we, as humans, and gave up his life as a ransom sacrifice to bring us back into a relationship, a personal and close loving relationship with our Father in heaven much like 
the type of relationship we wish to garner with our own children. And especially the relationship our children want to have with us as parents, but as friends. And I think that is something that we tend to forget. That although our Father in Heaven allowed us to bring children into the world, for as Scripture says, children are an inheritance to us, they are still our friends. And we want to always remind our children that we are their friends. We want them to feel that although we are their parents and we are responsible for their lives, that we are indeed their friends. As a matter of fact, my brothers and sisters, the 18th chapter of, of, of Proverbs, verse 24 says that there exist companions disposed to breaking one another to pieces, but there exists a friend sticking closer than a brother. And that is just the type of relationship I would like to have with my own son and my granddaughter. And I'm certainly sure that this is the type of relationship that all of us as parents want to have with our children and with each other. But most importantly, it is certainly the relationship that our father wishes to have with us. His earthly children. Children that he brought into the world to become part of it, the earthly realm of the kingdom of God. See, there's two realms. We have the kingdom of the heavens and we have the earthly realm of that kingdom to which he given to his son. And that's what we're going to consider. That song that you just heard was from Dr. Ron Kennelly. He calls it Yahuwah music. And it was beautiful, wasn't it? I know it was. It touched my heart. The crescendo, how it ended. And all of a sudden, like a roller coaster, going up. And right when you're ready to, to get over the hump and go down, wow! And, it, and, 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 and at that point, the Holy Spirit just touched my heart. The Ruach HaKadosh. The set-apart spirit. All praises go to Dr. Ron Kennelly, the group The Sounds of Sinai, to which many of my co my podcasts are, are. There's an intro to my podcast by means of these wonderful brothers, friends of mine, and of yours. My name is Robert, but I approach you as the son of Yahuwah. And I want to thank you for allowing me into your hearts, into your lives, into your homes. Let me begin by saying that Dr. Ron Kennelly was correct in expressing this inspiration behind his song, I Will Worship You. Just a beautiful song. Just gorgeous. And I know that you felt something from it. Because I did. If you're human like me, and you are certainly um, an interested, honest-hearted one, a sincere seeker of truth, I know you felt it. 
and I try to um, provide intros and encores to the podcast that's going to move every last one of Yahoo Elohim's children, earthly children, into his direction. More so towards him than towards the, the ruler of this system of things. A fallen angel that we've come to know scripturally as none other than Satan. Yahuwah Elohim expressed to Moses right at the onset of wanting to deliver his people from distresses and the troubles that had befallen them for over 400 foretold years um, that was prophetically um, described for them. And that they would be slaves in a foreign land to a people they didn't even know. These people Joseph didn't know. And it was by means of Joseph that Yahuwah allowed them to go into Egypt. They were there because of Joseph. If you remember, um, there was a, a famine that happened. And Joseph was second under rulership up under the Pharaoh himself. Joseph being the son of Jacob who changed his name to Israel. Beautiful story, and I encourage you all to begin to read the inspired scriptures. As Paul wrote to the young man Timothy, all scripture is inspired of God, all scriptures. We have some organizations, some religious congregations and denominations who wish to forget the old, the Hebrew scriptures, saying that they don't apply no more. And that it was just given to the nation of Israel and that at the event of the life ministry of Messiah Yahushua slash Christ Jesus and of the apostles who um, were responsible for um, transcribing our father's thoughts into what became known as the quote unquote New Testament or shall we say the Christian Greek scriptures because they wrote these scriptures in Greek that that applies to us today the apostle Paul my brothers and sisters wrote 14 of those letters which today has become known as books and they were letters that was written to congregations that was in Galatia and Thessalonica and Corinth and Rome that's the reason why we have Romans and Corinthians and Galatians, even Ephesus, which is the book of Ephesians. They were congregations that were established by the Apostle Paul and the pillars of the first century Christian organization, primarily Peter, John, and James. Paul came along later. And the Apostle Paul wrote 14 of those letters. After being a persecutor of those who were the beginning of the foundation of the modern day Christian organization movement mentioned in the book of Acts or Acts of the Apostles. But the entire scriptures 
Hebrew scriptures and the Greek scriptures that the apostles wrote is one. And there is one common thing. The kingdom of God. So brother Ron Kennelly, Dr. Ron Kennelly was correct in starting off that beautiful song of his, I Will Worship You, when Yahuwah Elohim explained to Moses his then physical earthly representative to move his people from one location into the promises of another. When our Father in Heaven said, I will be with you, Moses, and this will be the sign to you, to those to let them know that I have sent you. When you brought my people out of Egypt, you will worship me, Yahuwah Elohim, on this mountain. On this mountain. On this quote-unquote mountain. And that is what I'm getting at here. Mountain. Because we've taken something physically and now by means of the Ruach HaKadosh we're going to explain what that means today, spiritually. Okay? Figuratively speaking, Yahuwah was referring to the mountain of true worship, a return to true and pure worship. And his righteous principles, which is eloquently laid out throughout the entire scripture. From the first chapter of Genesis all the way to the 22nd chapter of Revelation, the last chapter of the inspired Holy Scriptures. And this includes upholding the original Sabbath day, which is Saturday. It has been known everywhere that Sunday is the first day of the Pope Gregorian calendar. The calendar of which we are up under now. And that Saturday. Is the seventh day. Saturday. Now. That seventh day. Our father. Set aside. For himself. For. Us, the highest of his achievements to come to him and to bestow upon him what he's kindly given to us life he wants from us what we want from our children we want our children to take what we've taught them and give it right back to us in the form of faithful adherence and obedience faithful Adherence and obedience. This is exactly what I am attempting to do for our Father in Heaven. For all of us. Because all of us are brothers and sisters related to each other by means of our four parents, Adam and Eve.
due to names, labels, and titles, we've become human doings. We can't exist without a name, label, and title. We just simply can't exist. I asked one man, if I take away your name and everything that belongs, uh, everything that you've come to know of yourself as a person be behind that name and the labels and the titles, who would you be? And he couldn't answer the question. And most of us couldn't answer that question. Our Father wants us to have a personal, a close and personal, unique relationship with us. This was his plan from the beginning. Unfortunately, faith is not a possession of all people. And most of us aren't going to develop that type of relationship that he wishes to establish with us. Sad to say, but it's true, according to biblical prophecy. Because many are going in through down that road and a gate that is wide open. Whereas Messiah Yahushua said, going through the narrow gate where the road is cramped, of which few will find. This is what Messiah Yahushua said in the first century. See, our Father wants to bestow upon us everything that He wishes, the, the, the things that we, we yearn um, to have for ourselves and our children, and to go even further for the entire human race, the human family, Yahoo's people, Yahoo's family. Our Father. Yahweh Elohim, through me and through others like me, Dr. Ron Kilney, the brothers and sisters of the sound group, the Sounds of Sinai, T.D. Jakes, Reverend T.D. Jakes, Reverend Joel Osteen, Joyce Myers, maybe some people you know, and there are some who are trending upward into a relationship with our Father in Heaven. That he's going to use. Because as. Um, Paul said. Or the physician Luke. Who wrote the book of Acts said. In Acts chapter 2. That our father. And quoting Joel. The prophet Joel. That our father is going to pour out his spirit upon all sorts of flesh. And again. The Holy Spirit is. In Hebrew is called the Ruach Hakadosh. It's called the set apart spirit. This is something that. He's going to bestow his Holy Spirit upon us. And, and in the process of doing it, we're going to suddenly, suddenly begin to turn away from the things that have separated us from our Father. It's almost like sight returning back to us. We're going to start seeing things that we thought we'd never see. We're going to start feeling ways that we thought we'd never feel. We're going to feel strong inside. We're going to feel energetic. For many of us that are older, we're going to start feeling, we're going to start having the vibes of a, a 10-year-old. 
We're just going to start feeling good about everyone and everything. And we know that Yahweh Elim has a lot to do with it. Why? Because as the Apostle John said of our Father in Heaven, inspired by none other than Messiah Yahushua in His heavenly presence, for Yahweh Elohim has taken His great power and has begun to rule. And He's doing it by means of the kingdom. The kingdom of God. The governmental agency, the administration that He has set up to which Satan and his demonic accomplices in the invisible realm Opposed. The everything that our father wished to have done in this world. To enjoy his children. Satan wanted to take away from him. See, everywhere we read in the first three chapters of Genesis, when it says that God, Yahweh Elohim, was speaking to Adam. And God said, it was actually Satan. Because he was the, the anointed cherub. According to Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 13 and 15. It says, in Eden, quote unquote, in Eden, the garden of God, you proved to be. You are the anointed cherub that is covering, and I have set you so. On the holy mountain of God, you proved to be. You was faultless in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity, lawlessness was found in you. So that was none other than Satan. As a messenger, a cherub, who was coming to bring what our father Yahweh Elohim wanted Adam to know. Much like a, a boss, a CEO of a corporation has a secretary who comes into his office and writes a uh, dictates, and she dictates a letter to his mother. But when the CEO mother get the letter, it's not signed by the the secretary who dictated it, all she knows is that this letter comes from her son. Well, it's the same way. Our father is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Everyone who had a hand in writing the scriptures were moved by the Holy Spirit of God. They never spoke of their own, um, their own interests. They never penned their own thing, even though our Father allowed them to. They were secretaries of our Father. Holy men spoke from God as they were moved along by the Ruach HaKadosh. Some translations say Holy Spirit. So these are God's thoughts. These are His righteous principles that He wants us to live by. And he knows as our Heavenly Father was best for us. So, by means of his Ruach HaKadosh, Yahuwah Elohim inspired the prophet Isaiah 
to write regarding this mountain, regarding this return to pure worship, tranquility, serenity, peace with our Father and with each other. He says, in the last days, the mountain of Yahuwah's temple will be established as the highest of all mountains. It will be exalted above the hills and all nations will stream to it. So this, this, this return to pure and true worship of our Father in heaven is going to be a global phenomenon. It's going to be a, a global movement amidst all the things that is happening in the world, namely coronavirus, which I believe is a plague. It's more than a, a pandemic and a, an endemic. It is certainly a plague that rivals all the plagues of the, the plagues that were mentioned in the inspired holy scriptures that befell Egypt. And we know that Egypt was a mighty world empire when we look at all the edifices that were left behind, namely the sphinxes and the pyramids. We romanticize over Egypt. Movies have come out. And it was a world empire that rivaled the United States. Or shall I say the Anglo-Saxon American dual world empire today. That is Great Britain and the United States. But this global phenomenon of, of preaching the good news of God's kingdom has a lot to do with returning back to a form of pure and true worship that our Father expects of His children. And it's wonderful. It's just beautiful. Unfortunately, we have become victims of the Protestant Reformation and the many Christian movements, denominations, and congregations that have, uh, have, have uh, sprung up as a result of it. Check them out. Look for yourselves. I encourage you. I challenge you. If you are a Baptist, go into the history of the Baptist church and its theology. And you will find that it is not a movement of Messiah Yahushua slash Christ Jesus. It is a movement of none other than John Calvin. The Lutherans was the was an organization that was started by Martin, none other than Martin Luther. The apostolic faith named their religion after the, the, the Acts of the Apostles. Baptist? Well, John the Baptist. And there are many other movements that were started by men. And if they were started by men who as the Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul said, that I bear them witness. In Romans chapter 10, verses 2 through 4, I bear them witness that there are people then and now, back in Paul's day and now, they have a zeal for God. They're zealous for having a relationship with our Father and, and preaching the good news um, that they consider to be their truth. That they have a zeal for God. 
but not according to accurate knowledge. Epignosis. Accurate knowledge. Not just knowledge, but accurate knowledge. Accurate. Pinpoint accurate. So this global phenomenon, this return to pure, tranquil, uh, 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 pure uh, uh, worship of our Father Yahweh uh, Elohim, to pure and true worship and tranquility and peace with our Father and with our neighbor is a global phenomenon. It is a movement amidst all of the, the features of biblical prophecy that is coming true. Wars and reports of wars. Earthquakes in one place after another. Food shortages and certainly pestilences. Or shall I say diseases. Rampant. These things are running rampantly. Now. People say well these things have always been happening. Oh yeah well they happen in isolated time periods. But never before. Globally. All over the world. All these features. Of the prophecies of a Messiah Yahusha. Never before. Has all these things begin to happen at the same time, globally, and increasing in severity, intensity, intensity, and frequency? It is it is a, it is a, a phenomenon, occurrence, and it's happening all the time. It is getting worse and worse and worse, my brothers and sisters. This is what we forget to understand that the features. The, the, the prophecies of the last days that Messiah Yahusha spoke of so eloquently to, to help us to identify the time period in which he will be present that we have entered into the great tribulation and that Armageddon is upon us which is a war of God upon the unrighteous and the obedient and the intolerable and the naysayers and the haters and the treacherous and those who despise those who love our father Yahuwah Elohim and his son Messiah Yahushua gave up his life as a ransom sacrifice to bring us into a beautiful relationship so we can have a relationship with our father will be done away with. Our father tells us in Proverbs chapter 2 that the treacherous and the wicked will be torn away from the earth. So for those of us who think that our that Messiah Yahushua, that our Father in Heaven sent him to tell a lie, you're wrong. Because my Messiah Yahushua said, I come to bear witness to the truth. Those who are on the side of truth listens to my voice. And he is telling the truth. It is happening before us, my brothers and sisters. Getting back to Isaiah chapter 2. This return to true and pure worship of Yahweh Elohim is a global phenomenon to which all nations will stream. And many peoples continuing now will come and say, Come 
and let us go up to the quote-unquote mountain of Yahuwah Elohim. And he associated that with this next line here. To the temple of the Elohim God of Jacob. So now we're talking worship here. This mountain all of a sudden becomes a temple. And the temple was something that the Israelites worshipped in. They went from a tent to a tabernacle to a temple. And he will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go forth from out of Zion and the word of Yahuwah, Elohim, from Jerusalem. Now we're not talking about modern day physical Jerusalem here. We're not talking about that Jerusalem. That is not the Jerusalem that um, the prophet Isaiah was inspired to talk about here. We're talking about heavenly Jerusalem, heavenly Mount Zion. That's the one. See, this Jerusalem down here, according to Paul and Galatians, is in bondage with her children. With Hagar. And you know what's happened, what happened between Hagar and Sarah. Sarah was a free woman. She brought forth Isaac. And so we of true worship are of the Sarah-like class of pure worshipers. Whereas Jerusalem today, believe it or not, and there are some good faithful adherents over there who believe in Yahuwah Elohim. But as a whole, the nation was cast aside. This is the reason why our Father in Heaven, Yahuwah Elohim, at the the martyrdom and the crucifixion of Messiah Yahusha allowed Vesp, uh, 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 Titus and his armies to come in and destroy Jerusalem and to destroy its temple. And it has not be, been rebuilt since. It has not. Quite frankly, my brothers and sisters, what sits there is a Islamic temple called the Dome of the Rock. Secular history supports it, and for those who have been to Jerusalem, they've seen it. Pure worship was taken off of this earth and placed into the heavens, and that is the Jerusalem from which the law of Yahuwah will come down, and he will put it in the hearts of people like myself and Dr. Ron Kennelly and those who call upon the name Yahuwah, like the music, the, 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 my brothers and sisters who are part of the group, the sounds of Sinai, and many others who call upon the name of Yahuwah, or Jehovah, or Yahweh, if you prefer. If you prefer. But we certainly don't worship Yahusha slash Jesus, or Yeshua, because he is not to be worshipped. He is to be thanked, but he is not to be worshipped. Even he was subjected to the God of our salvation, Yahuwah Elohim. He said, I come not to do my will, but the will of him that sent me. So what Yahuwah Elohim did was he elevated the pure teachings and the principles that he gave his son, Messiah Yahusha, he elevated it like a mountain. So that in the final part of the days, it will be reestablished. It 
it would be reestablished. And in the process of reestablishing true and pure worship of Yahuwah Elohim in the earth, this is the action of the people. Verse 4 says, And he will judge between the nations, and he will settle disputes for many peoples, and they will beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, neither will they learn war anymore. So, with everything going on in the world, the true adherents, facial work, uh, uh, faithful worshipers of Yahweh Elohim and footstep followers of Messiah Yahusha, Christ Jesus, Yeshua, will enjoy peace. And this is what our Father asks us to establish with one another. As a matter of fact, the Apostle Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 11, seek peace and pursue it. There is peace. There's one thing I can say about Islam. It is a movement of peace. To my Islamic brothers and sisters, it is a movement of peace. So not only are we going to return to pure and true worship of Yahweh Elohim and tranquility and serenity by means of Messiah Yahusha, his beloved son, firstborn son of all creation, whether in the heavens or on earth, he was the first. Messiah Yahusha. He was the first of all of Yahuwah's achievements. The highest of his achievements being us. We, the human family. The heavens belong to our Father in heaven and those whom he created to reside there with. But as for the earth, he is given to the sons of men. This is our planet. The earth is not a bad place. It's a beautiful place. What's bad is wicked and rebellious mankind. Those who choose for themselves to ignore the signs, the biblical prophecies, the features that is befallen this world. And they did back in Noah's day. But as the Apostle Paul says so eloquently, faith is not a possession of all people. It is not. But now, we will enjoy peace. And this global peace, this movement, this phenomenon is, is, is caused by none other than Yahuwah Elohim because Yahuwah Elohim, he knows those who are his. He hears our prayers. He hears when we speak to him in our hearts, when we lay down. He opens our ears. As he explained in the 35th chapter of Job and seals his instructions upon our hearts. It is not a, uh, a, 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 com, a, a, a what you would call a common curse for someone to just show up at your door at a time when you were praying. This is this is happening all the time. I was just praying for someone to come and talk to me about this. And here you Here you are, 
So now, not only do we have this global movement going on, this return to pure and true worship, but according to Daniel 2.44, there's more to the kingdom of God. It is explained to us that in the time of those kings, Yahweh Elohim will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all these kingdoms, governments on the earth, and bring them to an end, but it itself will endure forever. The kingdom of God that Messiah Yahushua came to talk about. That is the kingdom. So the kingdom of God is twofold. And it's very similar to how the nation of Israel came to be. As a theocracy. As the kingdom of God on earth. It had kings. And it had priests. Well. Put it like this. Messiah Yahushua was a priest on this earth. And a prophet. But he was resurrected a king. So his responsibilities within the administration, the theocracy, the governmental agency, the kingdom of Yahweh Elohim is twofold. He's a priest that can intercede for us before Yahweh Elohim over the nature of our sins, which he bark, uh, done away with, with his own life. But he's also a, a, a victorious ruler to bring an end to Satan's rulerships on this earth. And he's given us signs of, of, of that occurring. When you see all these things happening on the earth, at the same time increasing in severity, intensity, and frequency, know that the Son of Man or the Kingdom of God is near. The word that was used in Greek was called parousia, means present. That means that Christ, Messiah Yahushua, Jesus Christ, or should we say Yeshua, is ruling in the midst of our enemies. He is here. He is a powerful angel. He is just as much walking the earth and those angels with him as Satan and those demons who rebel against our Father in heaven is. They're here. To which we need to turn our allegiance back to our Father in heaven because the kingdom of God is now being preached in all the inhabited earth. For witnesses to all nations, Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24, 14. And then the end will come. It will come. Messiah Yahushua also admonished his followers in his last day to go out and teach the good news of the kingdom. He said for us, for this reason I was sent forth. Quite frankly, Satan wanted him to become part of his kingdoms. That's why he Offered Jesus all the kingdoms of the world and answer the time. And by doing so, by pressing himself to do so, he will be splitting his allegiance to our Father in heaven by pursuing man's interests. That's why man's kingdoms, like the United States, they call themselves a democracy. But Messiah Yahushua, he didn't want that. He didn't want that. He didn't want that at all. In 
And so my brothers and sisters, it is just our time now. It is just simply our time to give adoration to our Father in Heaven and thanks for all that He has done for us. Everything that He has done from the inception and the conception of this earth and, and Adam and Eve respectively down to our day. He has accomplished everything. And if He has done it, He will do it. He has not left himself without a witness. Quite frankly, Amos chapter 3 verse 7 says that Yahweh Elohim will not do a single thing until he revealed his confidential matters to first his servants, the prophets. And that's the reason why I consider myself to be a modern day prophet of Yahweh Elohim. The son of Yahuwah. I took every word that he spoke to me. After my rebellious nature. After I got tired of it. <laughs> and I heard a voice. By means of the Holy Spirit. Ruach HaKadosh. He just split me right down the middle. That said. While you were being formed in the womb. Robert. I knew you. And before you proceeded to be born, I had already sanctified you for this mission. And it took me some time to get to this point because I went from sea to China Sea, from the Atlantic coast to uh, the East Coast to the Pacific, the West Coast, trying to find my niche. And then all day, all of a sudden, it just dawned on me that everything that I experienced over the course of my life, Messiah Yahushua was teaching me, much like Moses. Moses came back after 40 years in the wilderness as a son of Yahuwah. And I believe that if you've gotten through this podcast, then you, my brothers and sisters, children of Yahuwah Elohim, have found your niche. And you too is to be a modern day prophet in the likes of Abraham and Joseph and Moses, the prophet Samuel, David, Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel, Messiah Yahushua, first and foremost, and all the apostles. And there are many of us today who love Yahuwah so much that they have his name. written across their foreheads, meaning that they dwell on it, think on it, meditate, pray on it. But most importantly, the worship of Yahuwah is in their hearts and it is in minds. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I love you very much. And I would like for you to know that our Father loves you too. Hallelujah. And may our Father in heaven, Yahweh Elohim and his son, be with the spirit. You show, we all show as his children. I leave you with the sounds of Sinai. And this song is entitled Adoration. Enjoy.
Let me walk in thee. 